know shit about Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. I am Pavel. I'm Andrew. And uh, this is the first, uh, should we say, pilot episode of uh, our new podcast slash talk show called uh, Lost in Finland. Yeah, definitely the pilot episode. Uh, this episode is going to be about uh, me moving to Finland and everything that brings along with it. Yeah. So uh, you're from America, United States. America. Yes, yes, yes. America. Ooh, what a place. And uh, yeah, around Seattle area. Yeah. And you lived there uh, until you were 20. What? Yeah, 27. Not in the Seattle area, all over. Uh, I mean, I've kind of lived a little bit of everywhere in uh, in uh, the U.S., California, Idaho, East Coast. Um, but uh, most of my time was living in like Seattle area, yeah. So about 27 is when I moved here, so about six years ago. Yeah, six years in Finland. You've been living in uh, Tampere all the time, Tampere. right? Tampere, yeah, yeah, just Tampere, yeah. You like it? Oh, I love Tampere. It's like the Seattle of Finland. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> feels like a home immediately. It, yeah, it just feels like home. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think Tampere is the one place I've moved to a lot of different places in the U.S. And uh, I think Tampere is the one place I've ever lived that I didn't want to just immediately move back home. <laughs> so, <laughs> really enjoying it there. So, yeah, yeah. How do you feel like the feeling when you, like? I've been living my, uh, my whole life in Finland, and uh, even though I love this country, like I wouldn't want to live anywhere else, at least for the rest of my life. Sometimes I have the feeling, you know, I want to get the fuck out. I want to move somewhere, but I, you know, never kind of had a chance or a actual reason to go anywhere else. So I'm I'm still here. Mm. So uh, so uh, how did it feel when you actually first time decided that this is it? I'm I'm actually moving away from my own country, my my home country, and you know, just live somewhere else. And especially when it's like around the world on a different side of the world, that must be a fucking weird feeling. I think, you know, it didn't actually quite hit me until uh, I actually lived here for a little while. And and then and then it hit me like, uh, oh, my God, man, I'm like, I'm not going back home. <laughs> like This is this is a little more than just a vacation, you know. So uh, I think after a while it hit me that uh, I'm, I'm actually doing this. I'm. I'm uh, living away from home, like very, very far away from home. So, <clears throat> but I think first moving here, everything was so new and different, and that that kind of just overtook me more than the the feeling of moving away from home. I was yeah. just more excited at first, so uh, to do it. And then it was a while after I was living here, uh, actually right before I met you, uh, and I was like, you know, it's like impossible to make friends here. So uh, it's yeah, I was like, okay, that now now this is now this is getting a little creepy. <laughs> like, uh, you know, like, uh, I don't know anybody here. I know yeah. nobody. So, but I can yeah. actually, uh, I, like, I I have all, all my life I've, I've lived here, but uh, I moved to a different city for uh, for some time. I moved to Tampere for two months, and you know, of course, I knew I always knew I'm going to come back after two months, but still, you know, I can feel that if you just like when you move somewhere else you're just excited you're just you know you're not even thinking about like wait a minute i'm not going back anymore so uh before before you came here you just you were just excited no no worries just like hey i'm gonna go there 
Yeah, it felt like just an adventure. Like I was like, uh, all all I had is this like adventure kind of feeling. Um, And yeah, like I said, it wasn't until I lived here for a few months and, you know, I'm just inside all the time or when I leave the house, it's, you know, I'm like, where am I going? I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know anything (laughs) here. So like, uh, and uh, that's when I kind of hit me. I was like, holy crap, I am like really far away from home. So yeah. (laughs) You yeah, just, just so, can't go back if you feel like yeah. it. Yeah, well, because, you know, I sold all of my stuff. I got yeah. rid of everything. I uh, I kept some of my, like, childhood things uh, at, at my mother's house. So, but uh, other than that, I sold everything I, I had and, like, came here. And then I was like, yeah, if I move back, it's like starting all over again. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, uh, not going to do that. Just going to stay here. So uh, did you save your childhood, like, beer comb or, and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, my <laughs> childhood beard comb and, yeah, like... <laughs> basic stuff. You, yeah, basic stuff, yeah. Every every child has when they're first born, you know, so... Yeah, in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's my a first, man. Yeah, my first gun when I got when I was one year old. And <laughs> <laughs> your pet eagle. Yeah, my pet eagle, Yeah. My box of freedom, you know, <laughs> yeah, like all the basics, <laughs> all the basic stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, but no, I think um, yeah, I even though I had this kind of feeling of <clears throat> like afterwards of living here for a little bit, it was just I I just, I just think I fell in love with Finland so much that uh, I I never really second guess about moving back anyway. Yeah. So um, it really hasn't been too awful much on my mind so about moving back so yeah it's just been like it's been a great experience i think so yeah what were the first things you actually like you said you fell in love with feeling so fast what were can you remember the first things you just fell in love with area um like originally one of the very first things i fell in love with was the area here in dombara like uh just walking around and um, just the, the feeling and the vibes you get, uh, from the city, like that was probably the first thing that I fell yeah. in love with. And, and then, you know, it's like, uh, you go to this, I don't know, foreign place and I don't speak the language. So everything just looks, you walk past, I don't know, anything like an adult bookshop and you're just like, Oh, that's a cool looking place. And I, I don't know what any of these <laughs> words mean. So like, <laughs> I, you know, you walk past a, a bank and I, I, for the longest time, I actually lived right across the street from this, um, from this, uh, what is it? Saster Punky. Saster Punky. Saster Punky. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, I had no idea that it was a bank. I had no idea. It wasn't for like two years. And then I learned the word and I was like, holy shit, that's a bank. I didn't know that was a bank. <laughs> so <laughs> I remember being so excited that I found out this place was a bank too. And I was like, oh my gosh, I know that word. <laughs> But but those are the things you don't get when you just live in one country or in in one place. Like you don't get excited up when you move somewhere. You're like oh, there's a bank that I'm never gonna use. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I mean, I probably nowadays wouldn't get too excited about living across from a bank, especially one that yeah. I don't even go to anyway. So, um, <laughs> so I, <laughs> how inconvenient. Where's OP a Bank library. when you need it? <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. I'm probably gonna read a book tomorrow or not. Yeah, yeah. So I think nowadays I probably wouldn't because I know the words a little bit better. And, you know, I mean, some of that kind of initial magic is kind of gone for me because I, I know a lot of the words now. And, yeah. uh, 
you know, I, I know the language a lot better. So some of that initial magic is gone, but there's still, a, there's then other things that kind of keep me here and keep me drawn in at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. So also, uh, like Tampere is a pretty big city here in Finland, but if you compare it to like Seattle or, uh, any, any other city in the United States, it's, it's very small. Yeah, I don't actually. I don't even actually know where Seattle or where um, Seattle ranks on the list of like mo- or populated uh, city-wise in the U.S. No. But uh, I think it's actually fairly far down on the most populated cities. Yeah. And but still, there's uh, in the greater like Seattle area, which everybody kind of counts as Seattle in a way. Yeah. Uh, I think there's somewhere about five million-ish people, um, which is about the entirety of Finland. So, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> and that's, like, uh, I, I think it's pretty far down on the list as far as, like, um, yeah, like, most populated areas in yeah. the U.S. So, like, I don't, I don't think it's very high up on the list anyway. Yeah. My guess would be, so. So, uh, it's funny because Finland is kind of isolated from the rest of the Europe or the Central Europe because, you know, there's the sea between us and, you know, we, we can't just drive our car, you know, anywhere. Of course, we can go through Russia. But, mm. uh, like, I have friends who are from, uh, like, from Netherlands, you know, Germany, uh, Italy, Switzerland, and they're all, like, you know, they can just take a car and drive the next country. Like, mm. and, and people travel so much. I know Finnish people also travel a lot by plane and And, you know, just taking vacations and, you know, seeing new countries because it's very European thing to do is, is to travel, in my opinion. I'm not sure because I don't know shit about shit. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> like even for Finnish people, it's kind of harder to travel. And still, I feel Finnish people travel way more than Americans do, if I'm totally wrong. Because, yeah, like you said, I, I also had the feeling that in America, traveling is not that <clears throat> big of a thing. Yeah, I think it, it definitely, yeah, Finnish people do travel a lot uh, more than, from my experience anyway, uh, a lot more than Americans do. But the thing is, I think people don't really realize is like Finland uh, is about the size of like California. And yeah. so, and if you think about it, I mean, the U.S. is is pretty large area and, and you've driven across yeah. the country in the U.S. And, and uh, like you've said before, is the U.S. is... Uh, is such a, a diverse place so you can you can find kind of anything if you want a tropical yeah, area you go to you know like california or florida or something if you want more mountainous area go to uh, i don't know like uh, minnesota kind of area you know if you want more of a finnish actually a lot of finnish people live in minnesota because the climate is very very similar to finland so yeah. um like you have a little bit of everything so it's really at that point it's it's you know, it already takes a lot sometimes to travel just from the West Coast to the East Coast in the U.S. Um, it's a pretty large trip uh, in its own. So I think uh, there's not really this need to travel outside of the country. Yeah. So where Finland is a, a fairly small area uh, land-wise, so uh, in comparison to all the entirety of Europe. So it's like uh, it's very nice to travel over to another country. And, yeah. Um, you know, get a different change of experience for, for yeah. change, you know, so. But uh, how's the, like, just the process of moving to another country? Like, wh- like, did you just kind of come to Finland and wing it, start getting, you know, visas or permission? What what do you need? Is uh, it expensive? 
Um, it's fairly expensive. I just actually just recently applied for my permanent residence here. Um, so and I, I applied for my permanent residence and for the life of me, I can't remember how much it was. It was like uh, 100 and, 190, I think, uh, yeah. euros um, for my permanent residence. And to be honest, I can't remember the the costs of the first one. I, I It's been a little too long so and I, I like to erase the process of doing that out of my memory because it's a pain <laughs> in the ass so. but hideous, um, hideous process yeah it's uh, it's just more paperwork than anything you know the bureau bureaucracy of Finland so yeah. but um, but uh, basically like uh, when I first moved here I had to apply for my first permit um, and like my first residence permit and so I applied for that and uh, it took quite a few months, and I think the scariest part is you you live off of. They give you this piece of paper. Um, the the police give you this piece of paper that say you're allowed to live here until you receive a decision. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I've always been kind of scared when I get this paper. I'm like, so what happens if my decision's a no? Do I have the police pounding at my door and like <laughs> dragging me to a plane? I mean, what's happening at that point? So. Um, but luckily, you know, I, obviously I got accepted for the first permit and the permit is for a year, uh, and then I'm allowed to live here for a year and they give you a social security number. Um, and, and I'm actually with my permit number, uh, I have like an A class permit, I believe. And it's like, I'm even allowed to like vote in like local elections. Um, I can work, I can go to school if I want, I can basically do anything a Finnish person can uh, for the most part um, except for leave the country <laughs> like <laughs> for the <laughs> so well it's true um, so, so for a while like a, you're like a prisoner in a way ba- like basically. you want to move to Finland and they're gonna give you a permission to stay and they say hey you can stay here if you don't leave <laughs> Well, basically, because uh, you're <laughs> you have to like live in Finland for a certain length of time before you can qualify for your next permit. So oh, yeah. that first year, I had to live here for a certain length of time. So, so yes and no. But yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, I had to live here for a certain length of time. After the one year permit expired, I had to reapply. They have to do these background checks and stuff every time. Make sure you're not a criminal. Um, and I actually, when I went to go apply for my permanent residence, they were like, uh, so do you have any like criminal history? And I was like, no, I have, I have no criminal history. And she was like, like not even a speeding ticket. And I was like, wait, does a speeding ticket count as criminal history? Like, I mean, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like criminal history means like, have you done something extreme and gone to jail? A speeding ticket is like a camera that takes a picture of you right and you pay a fine so like and i was like well no but is that a criminal history and she's like yeah it actually it it can prevent you from like you know getting your permit and i was like are you serious like holy shit i did not know that but it's a good thing i don't speed that much so or at least around the cameras i I didn't know either but uh it's it's well this is probably not true it's just a fun fun thing that came to my mind but uh in finland there's not much crime in a way if you compare like to United States for example you mm. know and you know the the amount of crime of course there's there's not so much people but Finland is fairly safe place to live so uh in here they're like you know so uh have you ever killed a bug and you're like yeah once it might affect your permit dude we don't want you know people here do crazy stuff like that 
You just need to be quiet, drink coffee, <laughs> not talk to people on bus stops. That's probably what they check. You know? Yeah, I, you know, like, yeah, it was it was really weird comment from her, and I didn't I didn't realize it. So it was, and you know, um, I mean, I didn't have any speeding tickets anyway, so I told her no. But uh, but anyway, you know, I applied for my five year residence permit, and that recently uh, expired a little bit ago, and I had to reapply for my uh, next permit. So I reapplied for my permanent residence and uh and it's really weird you know i when i first moved here i took like language courses um the the government kind of forces you to take these language courses and stuff um uh and so i i took these language courses and stuff and um and uh, obviously i met a lot of people from all over the place that move here um and uh, uh quite a few of the guys i met they were they were married and they applied for a permit, and yet I got my permit much faster than them. And it was mainly because they were from, like, Middle Eastern countries and moved here for a Finnish wife. But, like, me, as an American, I just... It was, like, my, my five-year permit. I think it was a week, and they, they sent me a thing saying, hey, you're approved for your five-year permit. Well, when I just applied for my permanent one... They told me on the phone, okay, it'll be uh, about six to nine months because we're pretty backed up in in permits, you know. And and I was like, six to nine months? And I was like, okay, so how do I, like, live here? And they were like, oh, well, we'll give you, like, a piece of paper like you have gotten the other times, and you'll live off of that. And I was like, great. So, and uh, it was, that was on a Friday when I went and applied. And on Monday, I got a, a notification saying you were accepted for your permanent residence. <laughs> And I was like, one weekend, and uh, I got accepted. And I was like, well, that was quick. That was definitely about six to nine months. Quick <laughs> six months in yeah. life. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. You mentioned communities that, you know, with other people who have also moved in Finland. Is there, like, uh, does, does, you know, people who move here to have some kind of, like, a networking thing that they do or anything? Do you know anything Mo- about it? Most of these people you meet... Uh, so when you move here and you want to get work, uh, typically you go through Teitoimisto and yeah. which is, I don't even know what that's called, like unemployment office, I guess. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but, um, you go through Teitoimisto and they, uh, they, in order for them to start helping you with work, you, you have to take these language courses. So they send you to these language courses and, um, and you have to take, uh, Basically, it's certain levels. It's four different levels that you take, uh, and then you uh, kind of graduate uh, at a certain level that's acceptable enough. And it's actually supposed to be the acceptable level to then go on to take your citizenship test um, yeah. uh, to be a Finnish citizen. So, and uh, so anyway, this course is where you kind of meet a lot of these foreigners at. Um, because they kind of just shove everybody from everywhere in, in the, into the yeah. course. So uh, you kind of meet people from all over the place there. And uh, I think, like me as an American, I think everybody has their own way of finding support groups for their particular places that they come from. Yeah. But like me, for instance, uh, I know that uh, I'm in this Facebook group, um, this like English speakers in Finland group. And then there's also... Uh, uh, Americans living in Finland group. Yeah. So like 
I'm not very active on either of them, but uh, but they are places where you can meet people yeah. uh, to kind of I don't get a support in that way. So yeah. most of the time in the Americans part in the Americans Finland group, they're always just talking about where can I find pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> like, <laughs> where do they make them? <laughs> so uh, yeah. how was the like? You probably read. And uh, watch some videos about Finland before you moved here. Did you uh, did you visit Finland? You visited Finland before you moved here, right? So or uh... yeah, I visited uh, what a couple times, um, I believe. Uh, so yeah, I, I did visit uh, before I came here, but um, I I don't know. I, I I I only visited a couple times. I think maybe twice actually. Yeah. Only twice. Um, I visited and then I I moved here. So yeah. I, and during the visits, it's a lot different, though. I I didn't really have one opinion or the other um, yeah. because it's more of a vacation. So I was kind of, I don't know, just so much going on, seeing so oh, yeah, many yeah, things. Yeah. And and uh, so, yeah, I think it was when I moved here, it was the moment that I put my bags down in the house that I was like, holy mm. crap, I'm not actually mm. here. <laughs> like, what do I do now? <laughs> what next? Yeah, like there was no kind of like next part to get to. So I was like yeah. a little like what do i do <laughs> so like but yeah. you must have had you must have had some expectations towards finland <clears throat> like what what is finland able to bring to you like you know or uh do you have anything like you know i'm probably gonna meet a lot of friends there or right. i'm probably gonna you know you know something no like, you I, know, if i would move to like let's say italy for now i would expect mm-hmm. like ah there's gonna be so warm i'm gonna be on the beach all the time you know i'm gonna go check the mountains you know That's exactly what I thought when I moved to Finland. Yeah. Imagine my disappointment. <laughs> like, oh my god. There are there are no it is not warm. There are no mountains <laughs> like No, uh No, I I think um to be honest, I I didn't have any expectations. I didn't I didn't have any. So, yeah. um I think I was just more about the adventure of of trying it and yeah. um and seeing what happened. And I I think the the things that came like the plus sides you know the advantages the benefits those all came later as kind of just a surprise so i i never really considered it i just was like now i'm thinking god okay now you're making me think like how naive was i i'm just like no 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 no. let's move across the world (laughs) i'm just gonna go there you know it's not gonna be you know anything special i don't know now i'm questioning my life decisions so like uh you know got rid of my house got rid of my car got rid of my job and i just moved halfway across the world. but uh when you said that you actually like just you know you took it as an adventure and i think that that is one of the like best reasons to do something or go somewhere just to you know to experience new stuff without prejudice or you know before having expectations of course you know there's something always probably something little but you know kind of having a what do you call it open yeah. mind so called yeah, yeah um and just you know go, going and doing it because if you think about it too much the more you think about it it's probably probably harder to do being like you know what if this goes wrong or uh what if i don't get a job i'm gonna be in trouble you know i i i can't go we can always overthink stuff and uh kind of ruin some even you know smaller you know ideas or uh adventures or you know anything Just by yeah. you know, overthinking it, so that's why I'm not even thinking you're naive. I'm just thinking, you know, maybe it's easier to go go with the flow, and you just 
take the plane, come here, you know, put your bags in the ground, you know, change your pants and be like, I'm finished. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, yeah, I, I think that's exactly what it was, is I didn't really have any expectations. And it wasn't until I got here and I started looking for, I, to be honest, I thought work was going to be a lot easier to have. Uh, you know, I have a lot of qualifications in the US and I had yeah. a, a really good job. And so I, I didn't realize that that wouldn't translate the way that I thought it would here. And, uh, so yeah, it was difficult to find work. Um, you yeah. know, that, that part's been difficult. Um, you know, it was, there were these challenges that arose, uh, after moving here that I didn't anticipate at all. So yeah. like, uh, and I was like, okay, well now this is a challenge that I have to work through and like figure out. So, um, but I've been pretty lucky in all aspects, I think. So, like, uh, yeah, there is that. I, I, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, uh, would you recommend for you know? I think this is too early in this conversation, but I was just thinking if you said you know that well, anywhere you go, there's always going to be challenges, you know, emerging from, you know, and you know you're gonna have new new stuff you have to do and figure out like what what to do now. Like you said, you know, it was surprisingly hard to get work here. But uh, is it? Yeah, and I'm to touch on that. To touch on that subject yeah. is like the work part. It's it's been quite difficult, and I think the hardest part with the jobs is that nobody ever calls you back. So um, and <laughs> you don't really get any answers. So uh, of like why you're not being accepted or anything. Um, and you know, like currently, I have. Uh, I won't name any names or anything, but uh, currently I have a contract and, um, you know, I was supposed to start work um, like on the 3rd of January. Uh, I was told I was going to start work. Well, they told me that on the 20th I had to do training. So I went in on the 20th to do training. Um, but this was after uh, I was told, OK, you have to do training on the 20th. Um, from this time to, to whatever time they actually didn't give me an end time. So like yeah. a specified end time. <clears throat> so I went in, uh, <clears throat> well, actually I text them and I said, so where is this location exactly? So, because they never told me where it was. So, and, uh, then, uh, I was told the location. Okay. So I go in on the 20th and I work, uh, I do the training day and then the 3rd of January comes around and <clears throat> I, was told that that's when the shifts would start. Well, I didn't hear anything all day on the 3rd. So towards the end-ish of the day, towards 5 p.m., um, I was like, okay, I, it's really odd that I haven't heard anything, so I'll, I'll text message. So I sent a text message, you know, and I just said, you know, hey, I, is there going to be a schedule that's put out at some point or or what? And, um, and no response. So, and then uh, I was like, okay. So I waited uh, until... Uh, for the next day, didn't hear anything. Then the next day I text them again and I said, so is there going to be any kind of schedule put out? I still haven't heard any information, no response. So then I, I emailed that same day, the lady that runs the whole area in Tampere and like, uh, I emailed her and I said, Hey, so, uh, I was never like given any information on a further shifts. And also I, I didn't know if I'm getting paid for that training day or, or not like um, because nobody asked like uh, when I clocked in or when I clocked out. So and uh, you know and 
the lady emailed me back and all she said was, yes, you will be paid for that day on the 12th. And then that's it. So I was like, so any information about further work? And then she never emailed me back. So and I was like, how hard is it? And how how unprofessional of a business? You can't just email back and say, you're not working. Like, yeah. you know, or or tell me like, hey, we're figuring it out or, or something, anything. So like, uh, but they don't. I think a lot of jobs, I don't know if maybe this is my experience as a foreigner here or just general the way it is, uh, but from my experience, I get a complete lack of information. I'm told that I'll get callbacks or I'm told that, you know, <clears throat> uh, obviously this happens in the U.S. too where people will be like, you know, we'll contact you and yeah. then they never do. So, um, but typically if you make it past the first interview in the U.S., they, they will always call you back and say, you know, either yeah. yes, you did get it or no, you didn't get it. Um, but if you're initially applying, even in the U.S., they don't, sometimes they'll call, sometimes they won't. Yeah. But here, you know, I've been offered work so many times and then it's just like, I'll contact them and then they just will never contact me back. So I can, um, that part's pretty frustrating. So the work yeah. part is, is quite difficult, uh, yeah. to get here. Yeah. Quite difficult. For, uh, for my experience, it's, I think it's pretty normal and I'm, I'm used to it. Like if I go to the job in interview and if I don't get the job, nobody calls me. I just going to be like, I feel like yeah, I'm not yeah. sure if everybody agrees that that's how it goes. But, uh, if that happens, I'm like, yeah, it's, part of the culture i guess you know yeah i think you get yeah, 150 if I, people applying you know you don't want to call it everybody has said no no and that's that's the same that's the same in the u.s that's the same yeah. in the u.s if you apply for a job uh and you don't get the position uh or you don't get an interview they they just don't call um yeah, yeah. <clears throat> unless yeah, it's a really yeah, high know. company so yeah then you might get the generic you know email that says i'm sorry you were not accepted so <laughs> Reply to all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I know, yeah, the, the like stuff that is happening to you right now is uh, it's it's not like a basic thing that, well, at least it shouldn't be happening to people like the lack of information, especially like if you think you wouldn't like, cause you have already been living here six years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Like if you would just move here and that would be your first job interview. And, you know, and there's just no information, you're still kind of lost in a new country, you know, it, it, it's probably not the nicest thing. Yeah, can yeah, happen. yeah, yeah, I think with this particular example that I gave, uh, it's with a company that I've, I've had a contract with them for quite, quite some time. So yeah. the fact that I have a contract, and they've offered me work, and then they don't respond that's i think what bothers me the most yeah. about that particular incident um but uh but there's been times where i've i've gotten one or two interviews into the process and then i get no contact back saying hey we decided to go with a different direction so yeah. uh which is a, which is a little frustrating in the u.s it is very different um if you make it that far in typically you'll get a call back at least yeah. like saying hey you know, sorry, you know, unless it's a really like minimum wage kind of job, then you might not. But uh, more often than not, you know, you'll get a callback of some kind saying like, hey, we decided to go in a different direction. Since we've already asked you in for two interviews, we figured we'd let you know. So is it hard? Would it be hard for you to get into a school here in Finland, get an education of some sorts or, you know, 
well, does I'm feel a- like it would be easy to do if you were were to do it. Uh, well, I'm a, I am actually already taking courses online through uh, oh, yeah. Helsinki, Helsinki University. So um, for coding specifically. So, but uh, but yeah, I mean, getting into the schooling is not really super difficult. I don't think the hardest part is is that a lot of these courses are uh, a lot of the courses or stuff like that is in Finnish um, only, yeah. which is a bit of a struggle. My, I, I can speak Finnish, and I can understand Finnish. I can write Finnish. I can read Finnish, but not to that level. So, yeah. like uh, that university is at. So, uh, that that's a bit above my my level. So, I've been kind of hesitant about doing that. But the, you know, I really wanted to get into coding, uh, and they offer uh, courses through online through Helsinki University. Uh, yeah. that you can take and they are in English so it's a lot easier for me to do so I, I started doing that so yeah yeah. I'm pretty sure I don't have good enough Finnish to be able to study anything in universities either <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a Finn <laughs> it's just because I'm dumb you know <laughs> drinking water from a Yoda mug no yeah, yeah. so I think um Yeah, I, I've been doing these courses, but I, I I did look into course, and they do offer depending on what you want to get a degree in, they do offer some things in English um, that you can take and and such. But I, I don't know. I was a little hesitant about doing that, and then uh, I decided to get into coding, and uh, and then I found this uh, these courses through Helsinki University online, and I was like, okay, well, shoot, I'll do that then. So, and they're all yeah. in English. Since uh, uh, with the, you said earlier when we started almost in the beginning that uh, it's very hard to make friends in Finland, right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. for a you know for a foreigner. So uh, is it just is it the culture that we are not very social? Uh, like, cause in, in a way, like I I know you have a lot of friends. Or at least you know a fair amount of friends there in Tampere, and you know, yeah, and keep in touch with. But in the and beginning, you and Espo. So in the yeah. beginning, uh, in the beginning, it was almost impossible. Like uh, yeah. it was almost impossible, and uh, <clears throat> like uh, I met you, uh, and that whole group, that whole yeah. group of guys. Yeah. Um, ooh, is that a story to tell? But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> story for another time. Oh, <laughs> or maybe is, you know. I I don't know. Do you want to? Should I tell that story now? Or you, you can tell the story now. I think it's a beautiful story about oh. how the host of Lost in Finland <laughs> podcast slash talk show met. That, that is true. Yeah. So I, uh, as you know, I, I moved to Finland and, and uh, fresh off the boat here in in Finland and like uh, you know. Uh, I, I didn't know anybody, so I was invited to this. Uh, what was it? Vapu? It was Vapu. Vapu, yeah, yeah. And it was this Vapu party, and like uh, that's where I met all of you guys at. What you, everybody? So like, yeah. uh, including you. And um, I remember like we were at the party, and then all you guys were like, "Oh, let's go take sauna." And I had only think I think at the time I only had lived here for a few months. Like um, at the time. If I remember right, yeah, it must have only been a few months. When is Vapu? Yeah, uh, I can't remember. I never remember any days until they come. Then I'm like, ah, shit, three hours okay. to go by beer and party. 
February, <laughs> March, April. Yeah, yeah okay. I, well, I, I don't know. It's cold. It, it, yeah, it must be somewhere around there. But it, anyway, I, I had only been living here for a few months. And uh, and I remember you guys all said, you guys want to go into sauna? And I was like, yeah, sure. So we go into sauna and I, you know, like put my towel on. And, you know, like, uh, I remember, like, just turning around and everyone is naked. And I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck? And, like, uh, <laughs> you know, as an American, Ugh. you kind of, you, you grow up, nudity is not a thing in the U.S. Like, we don't, yeah. we're never, you're never, you, you're never naked around anybody. I mean, you're naked yeah. around maybe your partner. Um, yeah. That's about it. But you're never naked so like especially around people yeah around your dog you know depending on how hardcore of an american you are if you're a hardcore <laughs> american you wear underwear around your goddamn dog <laughs> so like uh no i think americans just have this really weird thing about nudity and like uh that i didn't even really notice until i moved here you know you're just no. kind of raised that way i guess but um <clears throat> I remember, yeah, turning around, seeing all of you guys naked, and you actually yelled at me, and you're like, because I was walking in with my towel, and you're like, with your fucking towel on, and and then everybody started making fun of me, and then I think it was Miko that said, like, if he wants to wear his towel, it's fine. So, well, I was in there for the first round, you know, and yeah. um, then all you guys said, okay, we're taking a break, you know, we'll, t- we'll take a shower oh. and stuff. So, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. So, I get out of the sauna, and like, uh, and... Or no, no, no. Partway through that first round, uh, it was so fucking hot in that sauna yeah. that I remember I was like, I got to take off this towel. So I was like, fuck mm. the towel. And all you guys were like, okay, now that's fucking good. You know, that, that's how you sauna. <laughs> yeah. So I took the towel off and, and then, but I remember after that first round, you guys were like, okay, we're going to go cool down, mm. take showers. Okay, cool. So we got all get out of the sauna. Mind you, there's a giant party happening in this apartment. Mm. So, like, and you guys just all start shuffling right out the door. Most of you guys are just naked, just walking right out the door of the bathroom. And I'm like, what the fuck? Where are you? Where is everybody going? And Miko said, like, oh, we're all going to go out to the balcony. That's what you do yeah. after sauna. You yeah. go out to so the balcony. We're going to go for a smoke, and, you know. And I was like, but with everyone here? And then he's like, yeah, 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 with everyone here. <laughs> I was like, dude, this is weird. I feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I can, I can even <laughs> imagine how uncomfortable it must feel that you're like, what the fuck? People are naked. You're having a towel on and everybody's like, take the towel off, you fucking pussy. <laughs> and like yeah. forcing you to do it like, just you know, get your clothes off. This is the first time we see you get naked, you bitch. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to Finland. So I but, I, uh, yeah. I was like, fuck that. I, I'll, I'll go out to the balcony, but I'm wearing my towel. So I put my towel on and, and I walk out and I remember clear as day, there's people sitting on the floor and they're blocking the path to get out. So I'm having to step over them with my towel and I'm like holding myself like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I walk outside and I, I excuse like, me, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, I walk outside and I like uh, we, we cool down. We go take a, quite a few more rounds and so on. And so I think by the end it was I was so comfortable with it because it was just yeah. like. Eh, whatever. And I had had beers while we were doing it. So I was like, yeah. you know, like, uh, I think nowadays I, I don't think twice about it, you know. Um, but yeah, that was definitely a way to introduce you to, to, uh, not only the sauna culture, but to Finnish guys and stuff as well. Yeah. So, Ooh, yeah, it's yeah. probably a huge culture shock, Cult- culture shock when you culture turn around shock. and you see like seven penises. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> didn't expect this. <laughs> Yeah, it was, uh, I, I don't know, it was, 
it, it was really it was really strange. It was really strange. It was not obviously something that I'm very used to in the US. Typically that you know, you don't really have stuff like that. So it was yeah. It was pretty strange. So uh but you like like I said after a while. Well, and I've been friends with you. So I I mean I lost that I lost yeah. that embarrassment quite quickly hanging out with you over the years. So <laughs> sometimes I uh well I don't I never I never care about anything so so yeah, I think between curse. you, between you and uh, Miko, you guys kind of taught me to not really care about anything. So like, yeah. uh, just have a good time, you know. Like, yeah, have a good chill. time, enjoy yourself. Don't worry yeah. about it. So, uh, but yeah, that's how I originally met you. So, yeah. A little uh, lore background story of us. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the background history of <laughs> of Bobo and I, <laughs> like. Uh, Oh man, and it's been six a, years ago. Six years ago, we met naked, and now we're making a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> talking about our experiences at that time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Remember when I saw you naked for the first time? Oh, All what a memorable times. experience! <laughs> you know, we're old. We sit on a porch with our fucking what do you call them? Those chairs that go back and forth, rocking chair. The rocking chair, yeah. The rocking chairs, completely naked. God damn kids! <laughs> Could you cl- take your clothes off and go back to sauna? <laughs> well, maybe even you know, even in Finland, I think if old people yells to children to take their clothes off, it's kind of wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very wrong. So uh, let's let's not do that. But let's keep the podcast, you know. Yeah, let's yeah, as long as we can. Yeah, like let's do it for as long as we can. Yeah, but I think, uh, yeah, with this podcast, I, th- I think it, the the. The coolest thing about this podcast is actually getting to talk about these kind of differences because there are things that I think yeah. about and, um, you know, and, and I'm always asked every time I meet a Finnish person, the, the, the question I'm asked the most, I've probably been asked this so many, like, honestly, I can predict it coming in a conversation when I meet somebody. Yeah. Like, I, I just go, okay, I guarantee you this, this next thing. Why, why, why Finland? Like, yeah. I, I think Finnish people have to be a little more confident in their own country. You know, I mean, it's a beautiful place. Why not Finland? So, like, uh, but, uh, but I think I, that the question I'm asked the most is like, what made you come to Finland? You know, why, why Finland? What, what made you come here? So I think at first I really liked ask, answering this question, um, yeah. at first, but I think after about 500,000 times, I, I think that around <laughs> was the mark where I was like, I'm going to start, I'm going to start making up answers. So I started making up like just the weirdest stuff ever, like as far as why I came here. Um, yeah, I don't know. So it's, it's really cool to have like a platform to talk about, um, not only the differences between the two cultures, because I think you, like you and I were talking about on that walk when we invented this idea of this podcast is, uh, there are a lot more differences than you than you really notice i think on the surface there are these big differences uh that are easy to notice like uh, americans talk a lot more than finnish people uh where we typically are more sociable uh in you know social environments and and such and and you know like uh i don't know we like guns and you guys don't uh these kinds of things They're, they're all big things but then there's a lot there's a ton of like small little things um that uh that actually make a 
really huge impact and that uh you know i've lived here for years and i i still am learning them so yeah yeah. I think those small things are even more like meaningful and uh, they have a bigger impact on your life. But you don't see them until you live here long enough to kind of notice them, you know. The big things yeah. probably come first and you can expect them and, you know, they're not even surprising for you. But when uh, these small things, when you start noticing those, they might even, even though they are the small things in a way, they can have much bigger impact and, you know, feel uh, in good or bad, you know make you feel much more yeah I, I, that's that's very good point and uh i completely true and i think like uh there are a couple examples on my professional notebook about our stream yeah. i oh. actually yeah uh, i was talking to a friend the other day and, and i found a, a really big difference um that uh we'll talk about on a on a different stream um yeah i, I believe it can be its own episode and we are kind of running out of time with our first episode yeah i think it's a probably a good idea i think we're probably about the at the end i mean i could talk for ages but uh i think this is probably good yeah, yeah there's gonna be more don't want to give away too much right at the beginning so true all right uh thank you everybody for uh listening our first podcast uh this is lost in finland and i am bob and i'm andrew and i hope we'll see you on the next episode Take it easy, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Two dudes who don't know shit are talk about some shit they don't know shit about.